0: Welcome back. You're watching Stockwatch with me, Juliette Televi. and joining me this Wednesday evening are Wayne McCurry from FNB Wealth and Investments and David Shapiro from Saskin Securities. If you'd like to send questions to us, please SMS 41392, email stockwatch at bdtv.co.za or tweet at BusinessDayTV using the hashtag Stockwatch. Uh, David, Wayne, good evening to you both. Wayne, um, to start with you tonight, the markets felt a bit iffy today. US markets were also a little bit iffy, but do you think it's just yes. a, um, a very... Um, natural pause after what has been quite an astonishing month to date.
1: Yes. I mean, I must say we've spoken about this on many occasions. You know, the, the longer term outlook for equity is actually quite positive. We've got falling inflation. We will eventually at the end of this year have falling interest rates. We've got the China recovery. Um, end of this year, beginning of next year, we'll have Europe, UK, the USA recovering from this little downturn they're going through now. So the outlook is good, but the equity market's given us all of that return in three months. <laughs> That's the problem. Is that the market has the market has oh. run like crazy, and especially the mining shares. I mean, the mining shares have run enormously hard. You know, the mining shares and, uh, Naspers and Process essentially have been doing uh, most of the heavy lifting. here. Yeah? yeah. And a little bit of weakness would not be untoward at all. And if that does occur, then we must buy yeah. you know, so we 're not getting into a bear market or it 's not all over yet, but we 've had an incredibly strong uh, run, as we all know, and especially the mining shares have probably run ahead of fundamentals to be honest
0: I mean if you look at some of um, which I have to do as part of my f m job is to look at you know, Bloomberg targets for various shares, and you can see many of them are at or have gone ahead of targets um, for the next twelve months, which implies it's Uh, And I know you have to take targets with a a pinch of salt from from various analysts, but it it does indicate that a lot of them have uh, done a little bit too much. Um, David, uh, a gentleman sent me an email, uh, not on this uh, inbox, um, but just maybe to bring it up now, and I have to um, dredge up my memory here. He was perplexed at how well the South African market had done in the context of all the mess in South Africa, uh-huh. the extraordinary levels of load shedding, the political um, uh, inaction on reform, et cetera, et cetera. And mm-hmm. would it be the case that it's simply international shares, right. well, uh, companies that mm-hmm. have a, a vast international focus that are really what has hoisted the entire market up?
2: Well, that lifted it. You know, Wayne mentioned it. He mentioned NASPERS process. First of all, you know, Tencent improved. Whether it's going to go better from these levels or not is debatable, but they've been ploughing literally billions of rands into buying back the shares uh, in a market where there's no, you know, where, where there's no liquidity. So you've virtually eliminated those discounts that have existed. Um, I don't know what it is. I haven't got a model in front of me, but I would imagine they've they've taken up as high as they can get. So you've had this huge turnaround in two very powerful shares in terms of the index you've had richmond also on the china reopening you've had you know luxury goods come up and then you've had british american tobacco abn BEP, and all the miners BHP, bulletin mm. glencore anglos mm. all of those so i think that's where it's come from um there's been a decent amount of interest uh in smaller medium you know local caps etc but it, it's always difficult to work out where they are. You know, one day Mr. Price goes up five percent, and the next day down five percent, and you can't get a grip uh, of where they. But but you know, looking at Mr. Price and looking sorry, looking at clicks and looking at something like Diskim, you know, they've come back quite a bit.
0: Yeah.
2: So it's, it's it's. I think it's a top end of the market that has really been, um, you know, doing the heavy lifting and mm. and giving that momentum shift.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, there's a question on Clicks. Um, and the viewer says, asks, is Clicks still a good hold in a portfolio at the current price, or would Discam be a better buy at a much lower share price? Um, uh, Wayne, is Discam that much cheaper than Clicks? Not yeah. really. If you look at its their PE ratios, they, they there's not that much between them.
1: Look, Clicks, I mean, I must be honest, I've got wrong on Clicks. It's always looked too expensive to me. The last trading update got from from clicks was reasonable you know i, I think that's um because if, if you allow for all of the the adjustments you got to make between the years you know they got turnover growth they got volume growth through the system but the real problem is the rating of the shares but as i said i've been wrong on this for many many a year because it's always looked too expensive i mean this is almost the 30 price earnings ratio and you know, for a 30 price earnings ratio, you should in theory be shooting the lights out. You know, if you take into account the vaccinations, turnover growth was really low. Mm. But we know we know that was a specific thing. But just to come back to the previous question, I often get asked this. We got load you look at terrible things. Or why is the market going up? Only about 20% of our market is related directly to South Africa. Even our mining companies are global diversified, and even the ones that aren't the platinum shares the price of platinum is far bigger determinant of the share price and what's going on in South Africa.
0: Yeah. And, and I mean, the curious thing is that if you have load curtailment or load reduction, which I think is what the mining companies have to deal with, it, and, and South Africa being the biggest PGM producer in the world, that is also <laughs> going to crimp output, which is supportive of prices. So it sort of, yeah. um, it kind mm-hmm. of squares itself off um, in a way, I guess, for the PGM companies in particular. Uh, David, your thoughts on DISCAM or clicks?
2: Just I, in fact, I was looking at charts now, and I've been doing it throughout the day. So, so if you look at both discam and clicks, we are back three years. You know, no one, we, we're at prices at which they were three years ago, hmm. which was pre-COVID, and uh, they fell, reached highs, and they've retraced all that. So, if you've held in for three years, you haven't done anything. Hmm. And you know, clicks. I think what's happened is that there's been um Wayne was talking about their very high rating they're still very very high but they've given back a lot um so and i think also looking at their trading statement yesterday you know Wayne said you know it's kind of iffy uh you want you're expecting a little more so probably the better one to go for at this stage is discam because it's a company that is repositioning itself still expanding you know with big stores and small stores so uh, for, for the meantime, it just I think it probably just pops out clicks.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then what about a company called Karoo, uh, which, of course, yes. is the former car track? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and the question is, uh, the share price of Carew is somewhat stuck in a range despite record numbers for at least two consecutive yeah. quarters uh, or reporting periods. Sorry. Any particular mm-hmm. reason as to why the market just shrugs it off? Is the valuation too high for a growth stock? Or could this be a savvy move to get in for some catch-up trade in the future? Wayne, what do you think?
1: Look, I mean, this is a very, very nice company. Uh, I mean, it's been around for a very long time. The last set of results that came out, they had really good subscriber growth right across the board. It, it, it's really a top-notch company. The only, the only negative comment I'll make is, you never know how many O's to add onto to the end of the <laughs> <laughs> name,
0: Or the share price for that matter. O's or um, what, whatever,
1: hmm. but yeah. And um, I, I don't think this is a proper growth company, so it deserves a high rating. I would actually buy it. I mean, the share price is down over the last year. And um, yeah, I think it's a reasonable company to buy. And you know, certainly they've never disappointed when they've come up with results.
0: Hmm. Well, you know,
1: you know what worries me about it? And I'm saying, when you read the results, they're
2: really good. You know, you can't fault the numbers. And and Wayne's right in that respect. It's, they're very good. and But what w- baffles me and there are a lot of supporters out there. You know, there are plenty of people who are singing their songs and and you know singing their praises and that. And then you go and say, so why is the share price not going up? You know, if and and today I saw they came down five percent. So I got a little bit of a shock. But you know what happened? In fact, I wrote it down here. There were all of four hundred and eighty shares that traded,
0: hmm.
2: which came to a total amount of one hundred ninety-six thousand. Rent. That's nothing. And every day you see a hundred chairs, two hundred chairs. So I don't know where the volume is. Whether where yeah. the management owns a huge amount. They, but they what do. concerns me is that, that and and when I say it's a concern, it it on the strength of its numbers, uh, it deserves to be a lot higher. But I don't know why it's not going higher.
0: But I mean, you know, is, I don't know why. Mm,
2: what's holding it back?
0: Is that not to some extent so uh, a function of the fact that they did take this leap. Uh To the nasdaq um, uh, in order to um to get a better appreciation of uh of themselves as a growth company, but then they did it at almost the wrong time well, initially it was great uh, the, I think they opened at five hundred and sixty Rand, but they've dribbled all the way back down and you've had what's happened to tech shares in the last year, so they've been caught up in that, and that is the factor that's keeping the share price depressed mm. or, i mean is is that would that not be a reasonable assumption? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, as to why the share being called,
2: Wayne will know. I, that worried me, because Nasdaq's a big place, <laughs> and this is a minor, minor, minor company. You know, <laughs> it's tiny relative to all the other businesses on Nasdaq, and you've got to get, uh, you've got to be able to attract huge amount of support uh, from the, uh, the global public to to push it up. And we've seen it with data tech <laughs> we've seen it with uh Net one, and we're seeing it now with Karoo, you know those are companies who made that migration and and just never it never mm. did anything for them mm. so I question that. I don't know Wayne can come in there he knows those companies you know
0: yeah that, it's uh, tricky I mean you're right datatech and net one. Uh, well, NetOne really shot itself in the foot with uh, its conduct yeah. over the whole SASA grant issue uh, Well, the, yeah. um, um, a few years ago. And, and they've changed their name partly, I suppose, as a result. They wanted to get...
2: To that- Les <laughs> Yes. less I don't know. don't know what that means, but...
0: Um, Wayne, but, um, I mean, do you think this could then be a buying opportunity and everyone will one day wake up and realise they've got it horribly wrong, that the company's doing well, the fundamentals are solid, and it deserves a complete re-rating?
1: I actually think so, yes. Uh, I think it's a very good company. I've, I've met the management once or twice. They know what they're doing. they total global company. They've got good growth opportunities in a few territories overseas. Yeah, uh, I think it probably is a buying opportunity, this bit of price weakness we see. seen.
0: Okay. And then what about Tiger Brands? There's a question asking, what is the twelfth month outlook for Tiger Brands? Is it time to take a little profit? Because Tiger Brands had, quite a surprising rally, notwithstanding all the pressure that food groups are under in, with regards to input costs. Um, David, you're laughing. Um, and in fact, I, th- I think I, it's... Was- you know, these
2: poor, these poor companies, I don't know what's happening. You know, uh, If you read Astral's numbers today, and you saw what, you know, the pressure that they're having, the cost that they're having to go through because of the broilers, you know, having load shedding there, the water issues they're having there, you go to Arsenal Middle yesterday, they couldn't get trucks. You know, there's just woes and woes. And you wonder what's happening in Tiger Brands, whether they're able, you know, whether they've been affected, whether they've got alternative means of energy when they can keep their production up. And, of course, against that, you've got the high import costs that are coming from uh, increased food prices, which they have to kind of move on, you know, mm. or pass on, sorry, to consumers. So um, I, I, I'm not quite sure. You know, the share price has been doing okay, but I'm not quite sure how they're coping with what what we're seeing in the economy at the moment.
0: I mean, Wayne, the share price has actually done more than okay. If you consider that uh, in July yes. last year, it was trading at around 140 rand. The big buyers of Tiger Brands were on 91, under, well, John Bickard's value fund. Uh, they said, everyone yeah. hates it, we're buying it. and And they've done very well. And I wonder and at so this well. point if they're selling their shares, and maybe that's maybe, uh, if you're uh, interested in Tiger Brands, maybe you want to watch what they're doing with their holdings.
1: Yeah, look, Tiger Brands are a little bit different to, 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 to Astral and a few other players in the market, in that first of all, they can pass on the price to their customers because you know, that's, it's, it's, a lot of their stuff is branded products that people will take, you know, chickens are commodity. And so they have been able to pass on some price increase but their margin squeeze was actually last year. They're actually getting margin enhancement now because the price of the raw bulk uh, like uh, uh, foodstuffs that they buy is actually coming down a little bit for them. So, mm. But I must say the price does look a little bit rich. I would maybe take some profits at this level if you were fortunate enough to own it.
0: Um, There's a question on Tungela and the viewer says, I'm holding quite a chunk of Tungela. The price of coal seems to be on the decline, however, for weeks now. Do you see any improvement in the price of coal in the short term? Also, Tungela is totally dependent on coal or should I just ride the wave um, or cut out? Uh, The cost of my entry was 280 Rand a few weeks ago. Wayne, what do you think?
1: Commodities are cyclical. And even though I know China's uh, opened up now, no, that's the one off. Uh, the other major economies in the world are going into a slowdown phase and commodities have run seriously and they are pulling back. And that would be quite normal and would be a very, very normal cycle for that to happen. So Tongela going down now is not, it's actually quite normal. It's actually following the cycle. And I'm surprised other, as I said, I'm surprised other commodity shares haven't followed the same route look over time short term i don't think there's going to be any boost for tangela i i think you've got to wait for some sort of global recovery and that's still you know in the western world and that's still a little way out so i, I don't see any short-term boost for for tangela
0: um of course the viewer. so the shares are 229 around the viewer bought in at 280 um david if you the the dividend however is going to be quite chunky um, yeah. Would you wait for that before cutting out if you are worried about your you position?
2: Can. You can. Look, they're down about 20% this year. I mean, it's been quite a disappointment over and above what we saw towards the end of the last year coming down. You know, also, you know, coal supplies are increasing. China's normalizing relationships with uh, with uh, Australia again. So there's going to be more supply coming out and more competition. So probably, they, you know, the, the peak spot that they hit last year, maybe not reach the gain, but underneath it is a fairly good company making good profits. Um, I would probably wait for the dividend, but don't hold out, uh, you know, don't hold out to try and get back to where they were last year. Mm. I think that's, that's a problem. You've got the price now, you know, and you've got to say, well, where's the gain? You know, is it going to go further or am I going to get some upside from where I am at the moment? You know, you can't look at your historical cost. That's gone so you've got to look at where it is now mm. and 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 i think the dividend comes out march april probably yeah
0: they're probably Fe- I think it February, was the September
2: dividend yeah
0: um, anyway yeah. okay all right um and so sort of speaking about commodities there's a question on omnia asking why it's performing badly compared to the rest of the south african market to some extent there's a mining connection there uh wayne but you've got agriculture uh you've got yeah. The manufacturing mining. sector, Chemical um, chemicals.
1: Chemicals. Good chemicals, chemicals, and and, and yeah, you know, and, and there is certainly some mining, mining aspect there. Look, this isn't a big company and doesn't actually trade much. And sometimes when a company doesn't trade much, you can't read too much into a price not moving. It's just that people don't really look at it and they don't take much much interest in it. But um, you know, on on the face of it, Omnia doesn't look. Rep- I mean i know it's come off hugely from the peak um that was last year uh, it's still not it's still mm. not that cheap I mean, we're talking about tangela <clears throat> and we know tangela's earnings are going to come off but on historic earnings tangela is a three price earnings ratio this is a 10 price earnings ratio mm. so I, I wouldn't i don't know i wouldn't go out and buy Omnia now. Mm
0: david would you uh, would you buy it would, uh, would yeah. you sell it if you've if you've held it and are a bit i don't know nervous? Yeah. look or they did pretty well last
1: year
2: you know, pretty well i'm I'm a bit surprised that there hasn't been more interest and I'm not quite sure why once more because they're in decent areas of the market as you mentioned you know, areas of the market that should be doing well, maybe mining production's down, maybe you know uh farm production's down I don't know that Bombers are being hit by load shedding. We saw that with the Northern Cape, you know, where they're complaining that they can't irrigate their ground. So, there may, might be issues that are affecting uh, the business. You know, we, we don't know what's happening at ground level yet. We haven't seen results. Came through Arsenal Middle. you know, as those reports come through, you'll get, uh, you, you'll start to learn what's happening at the ground level in this economy under these conditions.
0: Mm, yeah. Okay, then uh, a question uh, from a regular viewer asking, what's the panel's view on the following shares at the current value? Um, and also whether or not you're holding any of these in your portfolios, being transaction capital, net care and MTN. Wayne, you've liked transaction capital, although uh, it's had a kind of tough six months uh, or so.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, I, I really do like it. And I mean, you know all of the acquisitions they've made are, are clearly paying off. and. You know, I I would buy this share on any weakness. The hospital groups are not that keen on, to be honest. And MTN, I mean, we all know what happened last year with MTN. It was looking well, you know, over the last while, looking so cheap, and all of a sudden the share price just runs like crazy. But there's risks there, as we saw with Ghana. <laughs>
0: Yes, every time uh, some government uh, decides that it's um, short of they a few short of money, b- bob or two, they say, <laughs> which tree can we shake? And that is often y'all. MTN. Um, David, your thoughts on e- either of those three, and are you holding any of them in any of your portfolios?
2: I, I think, obviously, we like uh, transaction capital. You know, when you look at the results, um, it's swung. The taxi side of it, that, that bothers me. Which used to be the strength of it, you know, that's starting to come under a lot of pressure at the moment, mainly because of uh, rising costs and the, a weaker economy and that it's almost faded out. So it's we buy cars and it's the debt collectors you know, both those businesses are doing pretty well. But I'm, I'm always worried when interest rates start to go up and I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, you know, how affordable cars come and whether they can maintain those margins. And and I and I'm always concerned that, you know, any person just can open up a second hand car lot on any street corner, you know, just just pile up the cars there. So and, and the share price has not been responding nicely. It's been just showing a bit of weakness. But to come back to Wayne's theories and that you're getting to levels where uh it usually bounces off these levels and could be attractive. Um hmm. Yeah, I the other's empty and I don't, I don't know. It goes up and down and I still think over a three-year period, we're still losing, three, four, five years, I think we're still losing money. You know, the hospital groups are, you know, with, with the kind of increases that the authorities are given, it's so tough, eh? Mm. You know, it's it's a tough place to make money.
0: Yeah, okay, so not really a fan of the other two other than Transaction Council. No. Um, there's a question on quantum food, which we haven't spoken about, for. Mm, well, Ages, if not ever, <laughs> on this particular show, and you're both giving me very sceptical and dubious oh, looks. <laughs> that probably indicate that you've never looked at the share. Um, Is it
2: a chicken company, or <laughs>
0: well, they do Does it make um, chickens. <laughs> well, eggs. So yes, eggs. Yeah.
2: Okay. <laughs> um,
0: and, and actually, Albe Saliers had done some really interesting work, uh, and this was a couple of years ago, just showing how, with the dividends, the total return from Quantum Foods over, I think. 10-year period was actually astounding it was really really good but it's looks quite illiquid anyway the question is um is it a good buy, wayne if uh, i think yeah.
1: we've i think we've almost answered this <laughs> indirectly mm-hmm. in the course of the program i really don't like basic food commodity producers and uh, they it's a it's incredibly variable the environment they in If you get it right, you make a fortune, you get it wrong, you absolutely get cleaned out. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, I mean, I know the opportunities you can make money, but inherently I'm skeptical of shares that don't, that they've got very, very low trade. Because the day you want to sell is the day someone else is Mm. selling and the price just collapses in front of your eyes because there's no trade in the shares. Yeah.
0: Uh, perhaps the the studio uh, crew can get together a ten-year chart of quantum foods. I don't know if that's possible. Um, we were actually go sideways.
2: <laughs> it looks like an ECG. It looks like my you know when they put those machines on to take your heartbeat. It looks like one of those. It just goes tuk, 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 tuk. tuk. <laughs> it's a small company. It's under a billion rand. So I don't know. And those companies you've got to look into very very carefully. But but I'm with uh, I'm with Wayne. Basic foodstuffs. Oh.
0: And and you've and you've seen particularly chickens. as you say chicken <laughs> the the broiler uh, producers um, mm. I mean you know, having to cull chickens uh, because they just uh, can't get them to market it's a it's a disaster uh, the levels of load shedding yeah there was a point okay I think maybe this is when we wrote a story on quantum foods it had done this exceptional rally up to ten rand but I think that was also on some very strange. Um, uh, Um, share um, investor um, uh, excuse me M&A transactions or yes um, there were some uh, peculiar deals going on Uh, so let me uh, swiftly jump to your stock picks this evening where we may be on safer ground Wayne what takes your fancy?
1: Uh, I'm going for Mr Price now we all know the last set of results you know if you excluded the acquisition of studio 88 didn't look good, they got volumes down, the margin was down. But this happens in Aperol and it happens quite regularly. And the time to buy these companies is when this does happen. So, you know, you got got the price now, you know, where it was more or less in the beginning of 2021. It's a 12 price earnings ratio. This company has proven over time that it actually does know what it's doing in quite a difficult segment. And I think buying Studio 88 and a few other ones it's going to, you know, do it well over the years. It'll be very beneficial. So I'll go for Mr. Price at mm. this at, at, at this particular time.
0: Okay. Um, David, how about you? I'm going
2: for Daimler Trucks. Now, Daimler Trucks split out of Mercedes about a year ago. It's about €25 billion Euro versus €75 billion. Euro. And it's been neglected, but it's a dominant brand. I mean, I'm... It's, uh, uh, there are not many big truck manufacturers, you know, that dominate. This is one of them, particularly in the United States. So they're re-looking at this company. Um, It ticks all the boxes that one should. The only thing is the cyclical nature of it, you know. What's going to happen if the U.S. economy slows? Will they see, you know, will they see demand going there? But, you know, with these big trucks like Caterpillar, there's always the repairs around them and so on. And why I'm bringing it up, because I still haven't uh, bought any. But I keep seeing the share price going up every day, and then I look at some technical person. And he keeps saying this thing's on the move, you know. So um, there's something happening there which which I can't can't, I can't understand. But you know, somewhere down the line, you're going to get electric trucks. Although uh, mm. all the petrol all heads say, just wait until they have to go for in and pass, you know, on a battery. <laughs> not going to
1: happen, you know. So
0: well, maybe the, the, yeah, electric trucks, <laughs> yeah. but not <laughs> here. Good.
1: I mean, I mean, Shapiro goes from Ferrari to big trucks, eh? I know. He's, yeah.
0: he's versatile. What can we say? Yeah. Um, David and Wayne, we have to leave it there. Thanks very much for joining us this evening. Uh, David Shapiro is from Sassman Securities. Wayne McCurry is from f Wealth and Investments. And we'll be back with Stockwatch tomorrow night. Have a good evening. <laughs>